you know, obviously it's um, week 200 of lockdown. and um, <laughs> Week 200. Feels like it, eh? Uh, look, it looks like it in the mirror. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. How often get... are you talking about you haven't had a haircut or a... You haven't been groomed properly, is that what you're saying, mate? Uh, well, well no, I was, anyway? I was referring to weight, but, you know. Oh, both, yeah, me, me too, yeah. That too. The hair, mate, my hair. Just look at this. Mate. Long, eh? I mean. Living up to your outrageous. name, mate. Living up to your name. Trevor Long. Look at it, it's long. It's outrageous. Yeah, I've had, my mother-in-law's cut my hair twice during this lockdown. Oh, she lives next door. Yeah, it's handy. Oh, is that allowed? Well, she's kind of like part of the household anyway, mate. I don't think so. I think, I think that's illegal. Nah, we're good. I think you might have the cops come around now. <laughs> it wouldn't you be just, the first time. You've just, <laughs> <laughs> you've just broadcast that your mother-in-law's breaking COVID rules. Well, she's my next-door neighbour. Doesn't matter. You're not allowed to go and see your neighbours. It's, it's like it's one house. It's like one big property. It's not, mate. Okay. Thanks for dobbing me in. I've got to I suppose, haven't I? Anyway, I never drove anywhere. It doesn't matter. Okay. The whole problem, hey, mate. We edit this part of the podcast at the moment, <laughs> at this point, or? <laughs> mate, I, don't, I think you, that's the least of their problems. Okay. Let's be honest. Yeah. Victoria's gone up to 1,400 cases. You see that? How many? Four, yeah, no, yeah. 1,400. Well, mate, you know what? October 11 is the date they're talking about. So does that mean that the Thursday, what's the Thursday? Third, 12, 13, 14th of October, we're back on the golf course. Well, we've been. It was Fridays, but yeah, okay. What, was well, it, no, it was it Fridays. Fridays or Thursdays we were playing. We were playing Fridays. Um, the problem is we've still got um, homeschool, um, so it probably actually needs to be Thursday because Amanda doesn't work Thursdays. Okay, well let's make the, it. We'll book it in for the fourteenth. I've got the dentist in the morning, so make it an afternoon game, and I'm on. Sure, I'll can book you, us in. Can you make that happen? We'll play it at the coast. We'll play over my way. I'm putting it in my, my first right week now. back. My first week back. At oh, my own club. I'm just I'm putting it in a diary, mate. It's official. 14th of October. So I've already planned the 12th as well with a mate. We're playing oh, on the 12th as well. It's just, but I've played regularly since I played locally. I played at East Lakes last week. I played at the Botany this week again. I've just. Well, I mean, you're lucky. Eye. You're retired. I've got work to do. I'm retired. <laughs> and what do you think I'm doing? I'm retired, you idiot. How am I retired? Well, you're playing golf twice a week for apparently. Yeah, because I work for, I'm self employed and I can work at my schedule. You know, I can I'm get my work done. Self-employed too, but I'm struggling to get the work yeah. done. <laughs> Work's a thing you do, not a place you go. Yeah, I know, but the office is on TV, law and order. Oh, okay. So you're, so you're watching your shows, you idiot, during the day. Do your work, mate. Yeah. You haven't hit a golf ball for how long? A long time. Yeah, right. I haven't been on a course. I did get a shout-out to uh, – I did get a message from um, – have you heard of that company, Birdie Ball? Yeah, they Instagrammed me as well, mate. Yep. Oh, okay, so they got to you as well. Okay. Yeah. Did you yeah. give out – Did you? they're going to send you some Birdie Balls? What are they? They're like these cylindrical practice balls. So, so you hit them and oh, they – they practice. They make good, good contact on your club, but they don't go far. Yeah. They're like oh. little cylinders, little plastic cylinders you hit. So they whiffle balls. Something like that, yeah. So they're hollow. They're wiffle balls. Yeah. Right. But it's a, it's like a little cylinder. Have you seen it? You haven't seen them? No. So you got was you same you got contacted this week as well? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're disappointed because I got contacted. No, not at as all, well. mate. I'm glad. I was gonna I was hoping you'd We didn't share the last golf balls we were given. Well, I've still got them here, mate. I haven't touched them. 
I've got to. I'll give you half of them. I'll split them with you. You talking about the ball, the Arlo golf balls? Yep. That you never like received. Talking tech golf balls. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. So I think he didn't know your address, mate. So it's all good. Pretty I'll sure that's not my address. I'll give you half. Don't worry. Man, I'm, I'm still got AFTM golf balls. I'm pretty happy that I haven't lost So, me, so I've got some tech guide balls left too. A few helps, helps that I haven't played for three months. But um, look at the bright side where you lose a ball, that's just free advertising. Yeah, but it requires someone else to find it. <laughs> that's right. They before it will. becomes advertising. They usually will. It's only advertising if someone else finds it. Yeah. Hey, just before we get the show started, I mean, just given that we've been talking here for four and a half minutes, how yeah. do you think Fred... Fred E would think of this. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably tuned out by now. We did. You know, Trevor's referring to a message I got from a dude saying, "Guys, can you cut out the crap?" The, he said, "What is he said? Oh, you fart assing around at the start of the show." Yeah, if I want to listen to a comedy podcast, I'll tune into a comedy podcast. And my response subbed. Yeah, you don't have to listen. Simple. <laughs> he's given so, you yeah. a fair hammering on the iPad Mini as well. I mean, he's just an asshole. Mate, what about – he asked me if the cover locks the iPad. I said, yeah, it has done for 11 years. Nothing changed there, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Listen, Freddie, if you've bothered to download this episode <laughs> – Good on you. Good on you. But nick off. We don't want you here. Yeah, if you don't like this, just – you know the, the forward 30 seconds? You know that little button on your phone? Your phone? You know you can forward 30 just seconds. Find the unsubscribe time. link, champ. Yeah. Oh, look, it's it's entirely his decision. Hey, Siri, if you, next. If you don't like it, listen to someone else. I might have just stuffed our podcast for everyone there. Yeah, oh. we've just tuned to the next podcast because you, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 506 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo for all your home networking solutions. You can see the people at Netgear. And if you're looking for home security, Arlo's got you covered with a complete range of wire-free uh, lights, cameras, doorbells, you name it. They've got you covered and we'll tell you more about them shortly. Stephen. Um, and as we're coming out of Apple Apple season, which is nice because it's uh, it's a bit hectic for a couple of weeks, but yeah. there's still plenty plenty going on. And I don't know about you, but um, I've got a fair few electric scooters. <laughs> yeah, I've got a couple myself, actually. Yeah, we've now got uh, more electric so, scooters than people in our house. So we've seen the Unagi. Yep. Uh, we've just got. I've just got, and you've got the Segway. Yep. And, and I've got the latest one of those. And now, uh, just landed in the country is the Ducati um, scooter. So that I, I like how you can drive a Ducati for less than a thousand bucks. That's pretty beautiful. Eight ninety nine, and and what's interesting, electric scooter. What's interesting to me is that eight ninety nine appears now to be the sweet spot. So you used to, yeah, the, you know, the Unagi's oh, expensive. Yeah, yeah, the Unagi's expensive, but you know, um, it comes down in price now and then. The the F, uh, I think it's called the F forty A that we probably both got from uh, Panmi, which uh, distribute the Segway nine bot range. Yep. Um, this is very classic looking Segway uh, with orange highlights, orange cable and orange orange highlights on, on the grips and things. Um, $11.99, but you'll find it for $8.99 at uh, JB Hi-Fi. Um, $9.99 today as I look at it right now. But, you know, the Ducati is going to be $8.99. It looks very similar to the Segway. It's got a, the same kind of industrial classic design as, as, as most of the scooters do. Unagi really do stand out on their own in terms of design. 
But the Ducati, mate, I'd pay just for the brand. I'd pay eight ninety nine just for well, the brand, let alone out the, of the, the gate. Stock. Hey, they got the advantage having having the brand, like Italian classic Italian brand. But um, I, I like the fact that it it also has um, inflatable tires. Is that is that is that a good idea having inflatable tires on a scooter? Yeah. So all if the you get seg- a flat, how do you repair a flat if you all, get a flat? All the Segways have inflatable tires. The Unagi doesn't. It has these yeah. kind of very weird hard, hard. and yeah. and it's funny i took paul murray from sky news down to the netball courts we we lives in the same area as me and we i went scooting with him i took us all the scooters down with the kids and they were skating and stuff and i said man have a go at this like he'd never ridden one and yeah. he was having an absolute blast and it was funny <laughs> because i said ride the unagi and then ride the segway and i want you to tell me whether you noticed it he came back on the segway and went oh so much nicer it's a nicer ride yeah so it's a bit smoother isn't it the, the hard the, wheels the the unagi yeah. has this Unbelievable acceleration. It's like a te- I always call it the Tesla of electric scooters. Great acceleration, electric braking, and a beautiful streamlined look. Whereas the Segways have, you know, good acceleration, just not quite as good. Um, same top speed, but, you know, the, just leaning through corners and stuff like that with the pneumatic tyres is, is a big advantage. The yeah. Segways all come with a spare tyre. Okay. So not only do you have the, the inflatable tube on the inside, but the, there's a spare tyre as well, which... It's a strange thing to just provide, but I guess they'd be very hard to find if you really did go through it. It'd be so, hard to find one. So the spare tire's not on the scooter. You've got to carry that separately. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to yeah. get a flat. You can pump it up. That's not a real okay. issue. But just okay. for when it wears out. But, yeah. you know, the Ducati will be here as of next month. Um, it's going to be in the Good Guys, which is a nice – because Good Guys and JB are sister companies, but JB's yeah. been really winning this space. But what I find fascinating here is the growth in this space – but the static legislation. Yeah. You know, of, uh, you know, probably more about this than I do, but apparently in some states, technically e-scooters, electric scooters are illegal. Is that right? 100% illegal to ride these things in, in Sydney, New South Wales. So Brisbane, totally fine. How can they be sold here then? How the How is that working? Well, firstly, um, it's the buyer's responsibility. So on the JB Hi-Fi website, it's very clear in big red font. It says things to know before you ride, you know, make sure you wear a helmet. Each state and territory in Australia have different rules and regulations for using your product, including where you can legally use it. So yeah. like I, I could, I can legally use my scooters around the office complex, you know, ride down to the yeah. cafe and up, you know, so I'm, not, I'm not going on any, any public space no footpath no road just in a in a yeah. um, private space if you you know had a country property with you know a long driveway you could take a scooter down to the post box to check your mail so but what about you, what you did you went down the netball court so that's fine pro, uh, we i class that as totally fine because we're not going on any public road or yeah. footpath right now the netball association might think it's a bit annoying but you know but there's no one on the netball court though it's not you're not right. like stopping it's, netball it's games. just people <laughs> rollerblading kids on their bikes um, skateboards yeah. and scooters, and it's all. What about a skate park? Can you go to a skate park and ride it? Yeah, if you're or mad, not. because you know I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't take a scooter like these up and down the ramps. But a skate park again is yeah, is not power. a footpath or um or a public road. But isn't it's like let's take the electric part out of it. Isn't technically a skateboard illegal then to ride on a footpath and on a road? And yes, no. it does. It does have a motor, but isn't it the same situation where? Look, no, you because you people, can ride a scooter. I mean, my kids, the plenty of kids have got scooters without like motors. A, like a non-electric scooter. Yep. You can ride those oh. on the footpath. You can't ride them on the road, but on the footpath, you can scoot along as long as you're wearing a helmet. Okay. Um, but the electric scooters, because they are, they have, they can move under their own power, um, 
they have a max speed of 25 kilometres an hour, but they're not legislated to be used on the road. Now, in Queensland, they are, and I think there's at least one other state where they are. But Queensland, it's yeah. do your best, so you're allowed to. And here's the thing I'd argue. Um, it's taking cars off the road. Mate, if it was legal, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd scoot to work. Because it's, it's close enough. What, what are the, what's the range on about 25, oh, 30 mate, 25, or? 30 k's? You could scoot yeah. to the city. So I could I I couldn't quite get to your your place from here, but you know, uh, just make it. Not too far, not too far. Imagine if we did that. It would be it would be um you're right, it, it would be better for the environment. So if you rather than taking the car, mm. you can scoot. So you can sort of go around your community, go to work, and go to school. And that's where Ducati comes in, right? The Ducati brand, it's not really Ducati motorcycles making these things, they're just putting their brand on a product, but it's this e mobility thing where they make electric bikes, um, electric scooters, because in Europe what they're doing is you look at Europe, you know, remember when we were at Rome, um, you've either got people driving tiny cars, mopeds, and these scooters yeah. allow people without a motorcycle license to get around in a nippy way without taking up space. They can be locked and parked. They can be taken with you. Like that's yeah. the benefit like of the Unagi. Like you fold them down so you can, you might say, take it onto a train or something. And then when you get to your destination, you hop on your scooter and off you go. Exactly. The point of the Unagi being so light is it's literally carried on the train with you. You wouldn't even know. It's so yeah. light. Um, but if they want to, and so for me, the New South Wales government needs to look into this because they've got to weigh up the the overall benefits against whatever risks they think there are. Now, the thing is they can say, you know, there's risks of people being on the road, but mate, bicycles are as much risk and they're on the road. Yeah, exactly. Um, take responsibility, um, you know, keep your distance and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, don't scoot too fast on footpaths around people and stuff. But mate, I have legally ridden it many times on the road and around the footpaths and, Mate, yep. especially during lockdown, we've been getting them out every couple of days just to get the kids out uh, again. Yeah. You know, they go for a they walk in the morning. I'd imagine your kids love them. Love them. Yeah. And the thing is, we, like, we've, we're lucky. We've got five of the bloody things. So we've got one each now. Um, it's totally you fine. very but, well. Yeah, to, well, thank you, you to the good people well. at all the companies that supply them <laughs> and clearly don't want to back yeah. after we've I've got, I've got three myself, but that's all good. Um, hey, uh, I'm just looking up online here about yeah. the uh, legality of them. And what the New South Wales government was doing, yeah, they did propose a trial. So they were they were looking at legislation of e-scooters around the, during the twenty twenty one budget estimate inquiry. But a little thing happened just after yeah. that that took their mind off it. Yeah, they got a bit busy. Pandemic, yeah, yeah, hit. So it kind of got put on hold. This whole thing. So it was being considered, but then COVID struck, and so that was sort of put on the back burner. I think in the end, it's kind of like, do you remember when you were a kid and you, you know, people say you got to wear a helmet when you're riding your bike? Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Um, did the, you, the, though, when you were young, did you when it wasn't compulsory? Most of the time, yeah. But the thing was, it, there weren't many cops pulling people over for not wearing a helmet. Yeah. Right? You'd be a very unlucky human to get the cops pulling you over for riding an electric scooter. But I tell you what, I've seen, this is the problem. I've seen people ride through one of the major intersections in our suburb on electric scooters and I mean... You're on the you're you're riding through like you're a car. No, 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 no. You've uh, got to act like a like a pedestrian. You've got to go through the oh, pedestrian yeah. crossings and stuff. Otherwise, uh, you're really creating problems for yourself. And that's what ruins it for everyone is the few idiots yeah. who don't take their own safety seriously. And I think that's the challenge. But I do think that we need a national approach. I'm not saying it because I want people to sell scooters. I'm saying because I think yeah. there's some benefit in it. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. And like you said, it's it's uh you take cars off the road, there'll be less traffic on the road, it'll be and, better for the, the environment. And we've talked about this before, but 
Well, imagine a lot of people have the problem of the messy bikes, you know, all those red and orange and yellow bikes that were littered around the joint. Yeah. People don't want scooters littered everywhere. Well, I don't want to break it to you, but every single day, every single scooter has to get collected. And we know this because we were riding around San Jose, yeah. WWDC 2017, 18, yeah. thinking we were the, the giggles, and uh, they just stopped working. We are like, what's happened here? At 9 o'clock at night, they just shut off, and a van pulls up beside you and says, I've got to take the scooter. They're going to get charged, yeah. <laughs> they take it back to charge it, and the next morning, they get placed out strategically around though? the city. Was that 2017? I thought it was 28. It might have been 2018. Well, I said 2018, 2017. I don't yeah, know. I think yeah, it was, it was 2018, probably. Hey, can you believe how quick time's gone? Well, it's... Yeah, it's it's kind of strange, isn't it? We haven't, yeah, we haven't it's 2021. Been, yeah, a couple of years since we've been anywhere, so. Very, very strange. So, Have I don't you know. registered for CES? You registered? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, I I just, I'd be interested to see what people think. If you if you agree or disagree, let us know. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to have a debate about it, but I'd just be interested to see what people genuinely think about the um the, the change in legislation. If you're in Queensland, I'd love to know whether you think they're a nuisance, because I doubt you do. But that's yeah. the only. Uh, that's the only. So are you saying in Queensland they still have the um the the like the lime sort of set up? Lime the... ha- lime have scooters yeah. in Queensland, and right. you can legally where, buy where one at legal. JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. You know, you can buy one at JB Hi-Fi and ride it to work. Yeah. No dramas. On the road or on the footpath, wherever you want. Well, I don't know. I actually don't. Wherever know you're able to. I would say the footpath primarily, yes, but. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the, can you see a situation where they'd make? like bike lanes or special paths for electric scooters in the well, near future? They should be allowed to use the bike paths that have been built all over the frigging city and aren't used very much. Yeah, that's true. There's Why already not? a lot of bike paths. And I know in Sydney, there's plenty of bike paths. Heaps of them. Not that they're being used a lot today. People, everyone working from home right now. But um, yeah, that's a point, isn't it? They've already kind of got the infrastructure there, the pathways yeah. for people to use. A we bike should, we should campaign for scooter. it. And then and then we should do a... Um, uh, uh, a scoot on the um, like on the motorway cycling lanes. The one not on the motorway. There's one what? that kind of runs runs adjacent and loops and has yeah. bridges and everything to go over the M7. It'd be cool. You could do that one. Ah, oh, come on, mate. <laughs> we do like a charity yeah, yeah. charity scoot. I'd do something. Yeah, of course. Maybe I'd work out the distance from my place to yours and see if I could scoot there. Then I'd have to. How long does it take to recharge the scooter? Oh, I've got spare. Go we'll have another again. one. So we'll go from one to the other. Yeah, we'll just, yeah. swap one. I'll sort of leave one and swap it for a fully charged one. Yeah, exactly. Is that what you like to do? Yeah. You'd have to work out a path that way. You couldn't go down the M7 and all the the freeways, could you? You got it, there's bike lanes along along adjacent and along the the freeways. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't ride on an actual freeway. Me I wouldn't either, ride a yeah, bike either. on an actual freeway, but there's people that do that. Yeah. Mad bastards. What about when those when you see sometimes you know those people who like to get out in their in their uh, in their lycra and take up a whole lane, you know, the whole bunch of them. What do you think yeah. of those sort of people, mate? Not a fan. No? No. Do you sing out to them? Do you sort of toot the horn and say, get off the road, you idiots? No. I've become no. a I've become a better person. I don't do that. <laughs> I know a lot of people get really frustrated about that. I can remember a time when um back in the on the in the telly yeah, telly, I think uh, I can't remember who was editor. I got an idea but I won't name him. Um, there was a drama with the, you know, there was a whole sort of the battle between riders and um, and motorists, yeah. and there was some bloke campaigning about wanting more cycleways and you know get the cars off the road. And I think the editor at the time, this was this is like fifteen years ago, said uh, had a go at this this guy and put his phone number in the paper. He goes, if you want to discuss it with him, here's his phone number. <laughs> 
had his mobile number in the headline. So he got a few calls that day, I reckon. That <laughs> All right. Well, let us know what you think. Um, I don't know how you can hit me up because I don't really go on Twitter. So um, oh. just Instagram me. Trevor well, Long, you, you? Tweet me and I'll tell Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been kind of your mess- your Twitter messenger lately, haven't I? Yeah, I have had stuff worth looking at. You've kind of make a guest appearance now. Is that right? Yeah, so it's still logged on on one of my computers, and because there's been some DMs and stuff that I've missed, so it's useful every couple of days. I just log in and check the DMs and stuff. But remember when DMs used to mean deep and meaningful? Remember that? Were they DMs? DMs, DMs, yeah, deep and meaningful. That used to. How many of them did you have in your life? Plenty, mate. Especially with with girls. Wow. (laughs) Plenty back in the day, mate. There it is, there folks. Stephen Fennick. <laughs> uh, so yeah. if you say DM me, that's to me that's going to mean something different. Okay, back to you. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All the gear change. You get it from the scooters? Gear change? We're talking about Amazon now. Amazon have unveiled their new range of products, which includes a robot, would you believe? A robot companion Bloody named hell. Astro. Now, tell me, and you've probably never, ever heard of this in your life. Mm. Do you remember that show, The Jetsons? Oh, of course. Okay. Do you remember what their dog's name was? Astro. There you go. Astro, the dog. He's got he's our little robot companion. It should be should have been called Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> well, we've, well the, they've had, they had an event the other, the other morning. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Did you get up for that one, no. mate? No. I, I waited till the next morning. Well, they had a local... A local chat, which I noticed you weren't on, so too good, too good for Trevor. That was too good. Trev was for that one. Did you know about this one, mate? Or I, I didn't. I didn't. You just know about conveniently it. forgot. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's a line out of a comedy that I'm trying to think of now. You, how many other times have you conveniently forgot? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the young ones. Have you ever seen that show, The Young Ones? Yeah, great oh, show. I love that show. Uh, so here, yeah, here we are, the Echo Show 15, which I'll say straight off the bat, mate, is trying to cut the murals grass here. Mm-hmm. The Echo Show 15, 15.6 inch screen. You can mount it on your wall. It is. You can put up photos. It's also a smart display, but it is. You, you, you can. The earlier Echo displays, you could do that anyway. Right. But this is something you can mount on the wall. You can have a stand as well if you like, but that's extra. Right. But it's meant to sit on the wall and do everything your normal Alexa speaker can do. Right. But get this, though. It's not available till next year. What? 399 bucks. Not available until 2022. What? So it won't be out till early next year, apparently. It's going to be out in the States in the next couple of months. So here is the 15.6-inch display, wall-mounted, optional stand. And when you think about this, where you'd put this, it'd probably be sort of your living area slash slash kitchen. Yeah, I think this. So would you, you know what this is aimed at? It? This is aimed at people who, you know, love the idea of the Samsung family hug, but don't want a whole new bloody fridge. Exactly. With screen, I, I, I thought that they're going to they're going to try put smart fridges out of business. Yeah, because you know what? I think it's a. I mean, the problem with a fridge is it's a massive investment that's meant to last a very very long time, and technology moves quite fast. So. You know, there'll come a time when you when that's kind of passed you by. Whereas this could be replaced with ease because it's just a frame on the wall. So yeah, yeah, I think your you know breakfast area, your you know start of the day yeah. area, wherever that is in your home, is perfect for this. It's a good idea to mount it too because you don't want this sort of taking up space on your like I've got an Echo Show Ten, 
on our kitchen counter. It's sort of at the very end of it. It doesn't really take up space, but I could, I can, I could, if this was, if I had this, I'd know exactly where I'd put it just above the kitchen counter at the end of the, at the end of the kitchen where you can easily see it, where the other speaker is just above that. Stephen's already so that sent a photo, cool. taking a photo with his finger pointing and he's just taking like that. And yeah. Amazon. That's my empty space. Yeah. yeah. I need to fill this area now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the show 15. And as I said, it can be used as a digital photo frame. So you can put your photos up there like you could with the others and nothing new there, but uh, preloaded art, nature. I've got, I like all the nature and travel galleries. You know, you see, like the Eiffel Tower or the you know, Champs-Élysées or yeah, some yeah, beautiful yeah. You know, Asian country or whatever. Um, and again, you can ask for your music, you play your content, but you've got to wait till next year for this thing, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but they've also released some, uh, the Echo Buds, mm. another company releasing uh, Buds. And, and what they've got here, the Echo Buds, they've got active noise cancellation. So ANC in a pair of earbuds that cost 169 bucks. That's crazy. I don't know how good the I don't know how good the ANC is going to be, but that's pretty. That's a pretty good deal, eh? For earbuds, active noise cancellation, charging case. If you want to spend thirty bucks extra, you can get the wireless charging case. So for under two hundred, you got a wireless charging case, active noise cancellation, IPX four rating. So do you reckon this is going to put some pressure on the AirPods and those other expensive brands or not? Everyone, yeah. I mean, Matt, headphones. Massive market, crazy competitive, and uh, yeah, fascinating to see the prices. I think it's interesting too how you can talk of naturally to Alexa through the through the earbuds, mm. but the, you can also they haven't ruled out Google Assistant or Siri. You can still link them up oh, okay. to Google and Siri as well. Uh, they're going to be available from October twenty seven. They're available for pre order now. The uh, Echo Buds, but let's talk about Amazon Astro. This is this household robot that is sort of meant to be, it's like a robot vacuum cleaner that doesn't clean. It moves around your house <laughs> and bring your stuff and you can lo- log into it and see remotely. But all they need to do is put a vacuum cleaner on it and it's a complete product, eh? Like it's just a, <laughs> it's, a it's like a smart speaker on wheels can do things like uh, if, if you can detect an unrecognized person, it'll send you an alert or hear something. Uh, it roams around your home. It does have these little holders where, it can actually, I don't know if it could do this on its own, but it can say that I want a drink. I can send it into the kitchen and Joe might put a Diet Coke in the back of it and it brings it back to me. Is yeah. that the ultimate laziness or what? Is this what this is driving us to? I mean, my only, look, the concept here, again, wonderful, great. You know, keep an eye on things. You know, it's, it's always where you need it. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're in the kitchen. The kids want something. Get Astro to come and put it in the back and it'll take it to them. Whatever. Great. Mate, there's been plenty of these concepts. LG, uh, there's been plenty. None of them have come to fruition. Well, but this is Amazon, and Amazon have kind of, they've innovated in the smart speaker space. They're a massive company that's going to, I don't think this is kind of a like a, a pet project for them. This is something that they want to develop. And I think it's more like a, they see it more as like a companion rather than just a smart speaker on wheels. They were talking about it being used for, you know, elderly people, helping them get stuff done, you being able to check in on your your elderly relative or whatever and see see, see activity reports and it can sort of tell you what they've been up to. So I think it's uh, it, it's it's got potential. Yeah, mate, it's got massive potential, but I just feel like we're not quite there yet. Do you know what I mean? Like I... I know, see, I think this is one of those moments where you know it exists, you know it can be done, 
but we it's it's the answer to a question that hasn't been asked. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it, well, the big problem with this problem with this is that how many like you've mentioned earlier that we've seen this before. Mm. How many times have we seen these little devices? And you know, you know something's amazing when you don't realize until you see it that you need it. Mm. You know, like you know, remember when you first saw the first iPhone? Remember when they launched it when Steve Jobs stood up 2007 and he showed and you thought, "Holy hell, I have to have that." Yeah. So and, and and oftentimes it was a like with all the products moving forward too, like the iPod was a great example where you didn't realize you needed this thing until he showed it to you. It doesn't quite have that quality well, so yet, does what, it? This what thing. this has is the I want it factor. People will mm. want this, but they don't know why, and that's its problem. So I think of my house and I go, well, you know, we've got some smart, cool stuff here. I don't think Amanda would want it lying around, but anyway, um, yeah. you know what? What ben, what is it going to do other than make us more lazy? Like, is it, am I going to put chips in there to send him to the next room so Jackson can be on his Minecraft and just gets chips brought to him? Get off your ass and yeah. do it yourself, you lazy bum. Like, what, yeah. what is it doing for me? Yeah. What about privacy, though? A lot of people were sort of commenting negatively. Typically, a lot of narcs kind of came out of the woodwork and says, yeah, great, just something else that can literally follow me around yeah. and, and I've got zero privacy at all. They also, can follow me around and record what I'm saying and all this that. This may be the um, the deviant in me, but it's also like it's this very low to the ground thing and there's obviously a camera involved. I mean, it's not the best angle for a lot of times. Oh, God. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, all right. It just, it just, <laughs> Hopefully there's a manual little switch you can put over the camera, you reckon? It seems. It would have. It seems like something. So what are you saying, mate? This is going to be an upskirting sort it of tool. Seems is it seems like something. I'm going to move I'll on. say the words you yeah, won't say, but you yeah. no, don't dare to say. I'd, oh, there'd be times <laughs> where I think it would have been inappropriate. Okay? That's what I'm saying. And right. it feels like something that Jeff Bezos wants, and, and someone's just gone, we have to do it. Jeff, every, they're all in a boardroom going, but why? This. Who? Wa-? Jeff wants yeah. it. Yeah. He wants to show really. his new girlfriend this cool – He want, his girlfriend wants a robot. He can go to Mars – he wants a robot. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Doesn't feel like it came out of a you know it, product survey. Yeah. It still feels very concepty though, don't you? Remember, reckon? this is the company that yeah. four or five years ago was going to be delivering parcels by drone. Yeah. Where's that? Well, I I, I don't I don't um I don't begrudge their ambition. Like oh, that's no, ambitious. Not okay, like good luck to them. Like you know they're shooting for the stars. Hopefully Literally. they'll hit the moon type type thing. Yeah, well, Jeff Bezos is, but um, I, I don't begrudge that of any company. If they've they got ambitions, and you know what? They, they tried, and even if you try and fail, it's better than not trying at all, and they're, they're, they're having a crack. Yeah. But in this instance, I think, um, are they trying to combine the sort of the, the companion side of things with a smart speaker? And it, it's like they're sort of just putting all these products into one. What is it? Is it a smart speaker? Is it a companion? Is it so that, like, I've got an R2-D2 that I can – use a remote control and, can, and it's got little claws, can put a can of drink in it and bring it back to me. I've already got that. I don't use it very much, but is that what this is going to be? Is this going to be this that? This is the problem, mate. We don't. Gopher? Yeah. Okay. So your analogy about the iPhone, when the iPhone was announced, we knew what it was. We knew what it did. We knew how we'd use it. And we wanted it. Yeah. With this, I think we just think it might be something cool. So I. It, yet it could turn into something like, um, you know, that we might be in 10 years' time thinking, do you remember when we never had a robot? You, you might be thinking, how, how did we live without it? It's like when you look back at where before we had mobile phones. How, how did we survive without them? Mate, 
Give me a yeah, robot that will pick up the kids' toys and rubbish and stuff lying around and their clothes and put them in the laundry. Like, if you, if, if you really want a product that will sell like hotcakes, build this thing with little arms. It can go around. It can detect. That's, that's a fabric. Pick up the Lego. Pick it up. Pick floor. up fabric. Take it to the laundry. Pick up fabric. Take it to the laundry. There's so many socks yeah. lying around my house. Just take them to the frigging laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I would pay for that. Yeah. But it would also you having this the smarts to it as well. Like it'd be it'd be kind of like your butler, wouldn't it? Like it could tell you, oh, Stephen, don't be late. You have got a meeting at ten thirty. You better hurry up. Imagine it's sort of following behind me, saying, you 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 should be leaving now if you want to make your meeting on time. We've got smartphones that can do that. Yeah, I know. But we've also got smart speakers. We ask them, okay, what's my day look like? And it tells you. Yeah, and so I don't need to follow me around for that. Okay. Also, it's not going to come upstairs, mate. So. It's not going to get yeah, you out of bed true. if you haven't got got a, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, there's just so many failings. But there'll be an echo. There's probably an echo next to your bed anyway. If you if you've got in the in the ecosystem, there might be an echo connected to that thing saying, "Look, I might not have legs, you idiot, but I can still talk to you through this speaker. So get your ass out of bed." It might be saying. It might be. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Well, I don't think it's going to see it in Australia for a, I, I can't see it coming here within within a year. Uh, I think the states are going to get it next year sometime. I think in like selective customers testing it out, beta testing it. I, I don't know when it's going to come on the market here, if at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it plans out, and we'll um, yeah, we'll see whether it really ever comes here, and whether or whether it fails before it even gets here at the first hurdle. Uh, you're listening to the Two Blokes Talking Tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. And you know what? They've got their wire-free video doorbell that is such a handy thing. I couldn't imagine life without this. This is uh, lets me talk to people at my front door. Uh, if I need to tell them to leave a parcel, I can see them head to toe for a start. So I can see courier and what, what they've got in their hand or what they've got at their feet. Uh, but they do have a new uh, a new accessory called the Arlo Chime 2. It's directly synced Chime that you can place in any traditional PowerPoint within reach, of course, yep. of your home's Wi-Fi. Now, the advantage of this is that, you know, no wires, and you can have the chime alert you from the same place. So the good thing about having a chime is that you don't always have your phone on you at home. You might be out the back or in another room. You still hear the chime. And the, and, and you can you can get more than one if you want to. Like, you, you can place one. I've got one upstairs, and I've got one down here. So because sometimes if they can't hear the doorbell upstairs – they're going to miss the they're going to miss the person at the front door. So that yeah. having two is really handy. Yep, we've got one in the kitchen, um, and just by the way, and we've talked about this before because you can link into Google Home and everything. We we then have a Google upstairs, and you, Google says there's someone at the door. Lovely. <laughs> and you you know what I, I like how you can choose a different different mill. You don't have what to have, you have your ding dong. You can choose. Uh, I, I, it's not the ding dong. It's sort of just a little. I can't even. Ours is like a Victorian mansion. Ding dong. <laughs> It's like Downton Abbey, yes, which you haven't seen. I, uh, have you I've, seen? No, no, I've seen the visuals of it. I know it's going to be rubbish. Great I'm not going to show, like it. great show, loved it. No. But uh, yeah, this has also not only got the melodies; it's also got a built-in siren. Those little things as yeah. well. So uh, very handy. It's only seventy-nine bucks as well. The Arlo Chime Two. Uh, if I'm out in my Astro shed, I do. I can hear the chime that's closest to the shed. There, if I'm out the back 
if I'm out doing some maintenance during the day or whatever, and uh, I'm out in the shed, and I'm sure you, uh, your palatial home, you've probably got one at the front door, one at the back door, haven't you? Yeah, now, mate, just one at the front door, mate. That's all we have. <laughs> Good for you. Well, the Arlo, uh, the Chime Two for Arlo, the Arlo uh, video doorbell is available from seventy nine bucks, and you can check it out. Uh, they're available from JB Hi-Fi as well, and you can also check them out at Arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. All right, you can now play Xbox games without having an Xbox. I mean, how good this is. I mean, let's just. I'm a bit blown away by this now that I think about it. The more I think about it, the more I go, this is actually remarkable. Like, this is this is almost yeah. cool. You can you can open an iPhone. You can install the Xbox app. And as long as you've got a Game Pass subscription, which is 16 bucks a month, right, you, you don't need to own an Xbox of any kind or have yeah. ever owned one. And you can play Xbox games, 100-plus games that are available in the Game Pass, and you can just play them on your phone. now. If, you, if you're sitting there, so this is different to the other week when I was talking about the Backbone one, which, by the way, is made perfectly for this. Um, if you are in the Backbone store, for example, and you go, I want to play Call of Duty, you have to download the Call of Duty app. If you want to play Asphalt, you've got to download the Asphalt app. This is very different. You have one app, the Xbox app, and you say, I want to play Forza, and it just launches Forza. Because essentially... From the cloud. Essentially, yeah. what this is is... Um, Back in the day, if you wanted to watch The Social Network, great movie, best movie you've never seen, this, this week's episode out uh, on Friday, um, you'd have a disc, you'd put it in a disc player, and it would, the disc player would feed into the TV. And these days, the disc is a, is a file out on the cloud on Netflix, and so you, you tell Netflix you want to watch it, and it appears on your TV. Cloud gaming is exactly the same. You say, yeah. I want to play this game, and it appears on your phone, but there's no Xbox. You're actually playing an Xbox that lives in the Microsoft Azure cloud system. They've created all these blades, they call them, so little slots in the in their cloud servers yep. that are Xbox Series X so, performance, and you yeah. can play any game. But the difference there, you mentioned that that's the analogy of instead of having the disk here, we're streaming it from the cloud. But in this instance, they do have to have some power and smarts to it because these aren't just any run-of-the-mill games. There's a bit of power to them. And that's why we needed a console to begin with to be able to decode this and provide the power to run this code in front of us. Mm. So now with this, it's all taking place in the cloud and you can access it. So like Xbox Game Pass has become kind of like a an arcade. You walk into an arcade and you can go from machine to machine or You're controlling you an Xbox that lives in a data center somewhere and you're just seeing the output of it and every input you have makes a makes a change to the way the character or the race car, whatever it is, performs and you are playing games. So you can if you've got mates who play Forza or Halo or whatever it is, um, yep. and you don't have an Xbox well, you can just get an Xbox Game Pass subscription, open up your iPhone, Android tablet, PC browser, whatever, and you can play. Like, I find so, this remarkable. So what is there any limit to what you can play it on? So is this only going to work on Microsoft products, or can you get iPhone, iPad? Is it everywhere? No, everywhere. iPhone, okay. Android, uh, PCs, um, yep. and, and uh, no, no, Windows PC. So I'd imagine how it would work. It would be, say, I want to play on my iPad. I can sync my Xbox controller, link it via Bluetooth to the iPad, and clear, still have it. You don't it. need to. This is the thing. You, know, I mean, let me, you don't need to have anything else. You can just have yeah. your iPhone. 
Or okay, you, so you can do use the touch screen. Yeah, but or, if I want the physical controller, I can have that too, can't I? You you could go and buy a controller and a little uh, mount for the controller, which which exists, and you can put your phone up yep. there, or you could buy the Backbone one, which links on, or the Razer yep. Kaizen or whatever it's called. The link. Say I've got my iPad on a little stand in front of me. Yeah, I can pair a little. I can pair the controller to the iPad. Yep. and play like that, can't I? Yeah, absolutely. But the, I think the, wow. the the reason I'm I'm hammering down on it is because. You don't need to have any Xbox peripherals. You don't have to have any yeah, controller. You but can, you can if you want. Correct. Or you can buy yeah. third-party um, controllers for iPhones wow. and Android tablets and stuff like that. So this, to me, demonstrates that Microsoft makes obviously makes its money off the games, not the consoles. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. Are they going to lose money here by not selling an actual console? Or no, do you reckon there's still going to be people we're, who are we're, hardcore? We're a long way off. You call a duty. Um, yeah, that level of, you know, immediacy, lag, yeah, all right. that stuff, mate. So the latency. You're yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna do Call of Duty style gaming yet. I mean, you can, but you're not gonna be happy with it. The true gamer yeah, right. is still gonna want the power and performance right here in their own place. Okay, but because they're saying here that you could be able to play Back for Blood, for Forza Horizon Five. Yeah, the new. So this is the thing. When Forza Horizon 5 comes out, whatever date that is, let's call it November 10. I don't know what it is. But the day it's available to buy on an Xbox, it is also available as part of your Xbox Game Pass subscription, which means you're paying $15. You can play that game on day one on your iPhone. But so that mean that would suggest that it would have some pretty serious sort of computing power in the cloud then to provide. It's an Xbox Series X blade. Yeah. And you would also need to have a decent connection, I guess, eh? So NBN and this, 5G. this goes to Telstra's, you know, buy into the whole thing. They're, they're obviously selling the subscriptions and they talk about the power of their network, the latency, low latency of 5G. Telstra's making a big play into gaming here as well um, yep. because of this and, and, and have been working up to this for some time. But, yes, you need to have a good connection. Um, but, but Australia has good connections now. Like ten, yeah. five years ago, no, we didn't. But now we do. But just to be clear, you don't need to be just a Telstra customer to get no, this. this no, year. No, no, no. no, You can subscribe just to the uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, you do. Which is how much per month? Fifteen ninety nine. So fifteen ninety nine, and you, that'll enables cloud computing, all you can eat gaming via the cloud. Yeah, there's about a hundred games available in the Xbox Game Pass library, and they're good ones at too. Like moment, if yeah. you look at what Amazon's got on their gaming service, they're, they're, there's a couple of good games, but most of them are just rubbish, silly little games. Yeah. This is yeah. legit games. That make that subscription worthwhile, okay. and you can just play them. It's uh, uh, I think it's amazing. Um, so this was announced in the, at the Tokyo Game Show, which still went ahead. Was that was that a virtual event, or they actually had a physical event in Tokyo? How are they travelling for COVID up there? They're, they're not doing very well. Okay, but I don't. So know. They, still, they still announced the uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta in brackets. Yeah, so it's still a beta. That's still, just the way they describe it. It's in twenty six countries now: Brazil, Mexico, and Australia. Launched to launch tomorrow. October yep. the first, as you listen to this Friday, um, the 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 latest three of twenty six countries to have Xbox Cloud Gaming. So yeah, really. And really as cool. you said, uh, on supported Windows PCs, Android phones and tablets, uh, iPhones and iPads yeah. as well. Yep, yep. So Minecraft Dungeons, will you be playing that one, no, mate? Man, I'm a hardcore original Minecraft guy myself. Ah, and there's Hades. I don't know what that is. No, neither do I. Halo Infinite. Yeah, the new one. Yes. Yeah. Is on. Wow. And that's at launch. You can play that. Yeah. So that kicks off cloud, the Xbox Game Pass. I can play Halo Infinite tomorrow. Oh, I don't know if that game's available tomorrow. 
Okay. Uh, when when uh, they when those games, oh, launch, you will be able to play anticipated titles, including at launch Halo Infinite. So that All means right. the day they are available to buy or download on a console, they're going to be part of Game Pass and and streamable. So would you say this is kind of more your casual gamers service, or hardcore gamers are still going to I, it's business as usual? I would for them. say most hardcore gamers had an, a, a Game Pass Ultimate subscription already because it means you get yep. all those free games. On your Xbox. And on your yep. Xbox. And yep. I would say that it opens up gaming to, or Xbox gaming, to a huge new audience. I bet yeah. you any money there's a bunch of PlayStation owners who subscribe to Xbox Game Pass so they can play this. <laughs> would it be cheeky if Microsoft offered it for to work run on the PlayStation platform? Well, I, 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 I was on a call with them where that was asked of them, and they said that's not something that's in our control, but it, we would like it to yeah. be on every platform. Yeah, well. Imagine that. Very cool. Imagine that. Still, I'm still more a PlayStation man though than an Xbox. What are you more Xbox or what? Uh, are you? I, the only game I play on PlayStation is Far Cry. Uh, and Far I don't Cry know why. I actually don't okay. know why. And uh, there will be some uh, code heading my way, mate. I can. Uh, what did you say to me? You would need someone to protect your flank. Is that what you're saying? Man, I just, I just need you know. I need to you know. You take the left flank. I'll take the right. I'm smashing right. it though. I'm, I'm oh, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I can imagine. Um, it's not a, <laughs> not a, I understand uh, what you what you mean. I can imagine it's going to be a. You imagine you, could, right, you weren't actually I'm, playing it. You I'm were going to be you were... really trying hard to complete any. I'm assuming there's missions happen. in it, like there are in Far Cry Five. I haven't got it yet, mate. So I'm safe. Oh no! I'm, I'm, I mean, it's not I available till next week, Stephen. Obviously. Yes, I know, mate. I yep. understand. Yep. I understand. All right, moving on. Um, you can yep. read more about the Xbox Cloud Gaming at <laughs> eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now, when I say Huawei, what do you think of, first of all? I don't think you phones. want me to answer that. Phones. Oh, right. Come on, mate. No, I was going to smartphones. Yeah. I used to think of it well, as smartphones. Yeah, well, that's true. But you know what? They've actually they've pivoted pretty nice, I reckon, into their new audio range. They've got some new... Uh, new audio products, so earphones. They're they're FreeBuds earphones, and the FreeBuds Studio headphones as well. And the, it's kind of like a different price points. So you can it, like it's one hundred and thirty nine dollars for the FreeView, the FreeBuds Four I, which have like active noise cancellation, the whole bit, really affordable. And you know what, quality, a lot of bang for your buck there. But if you want to move up a little bit higher. You can then move up to the FreeBuds Pro, which, uh, yeah, a little bit nicer design, a little better sound, a bit more power. And, you know, so you, you mo- you're you moving up to uh, $199 there. So, you know, it's it's uh, actually, sorry, no, the, free, the FreeBuds Pro are 263 promotional price. They're actually 329 right, I was yeah. looking at the 4i. The, the FreeBuds Pro, which is sort of, they've got a black case, nicer design. But then, if you want to go to the to the headphones, and these are four ninety nine. These are serious noise cancellation, really comfortable fit, made of great materials. That you got the FreeBud Studio, uh, so all available through the Huawei Experience Store, Chatswood, Hurstville, and the Huawei Amazon Store, and Mobile City. Mobile City do a lot of good work online. Yeah, they, they must be really picking of, up the game. A lot of phones and products through Mobile City. They're the quiet achievers. I like to call Mobile City. <laughs> but uh, the the these they're I think what what impresses me and I don't know you you probably found this with their phones as well. 
the battery is incredible. Have you ever, remember when you were we were reviewing yeah. the Huawei phones? The battery life is amazing. They really, even they really nailed the software to work with the hardware to be the most efficient you could imagine. And you're right, the smartwatch oh, was, was the best example of it too. That went that used to go for a month before you had to charge it again. Yeah. But even their phones, I remember that it'd be it'd be two days. And, and, and that was legit two days where all the other companies were saying, were claiming two-day battery life. But Huawei, I don't know what they were doing, but they had it down. And they've carried that over to these earphones as well. There are charging cases with it. They, they do, you know, they sound amazing too. I've, I've got, I've got all three. I've been listening to the, I've been hammering the studio, the headphones. They've been fantastic. The active noise cancellation, like a, uh, my daughter was came to my, my door of my office was asking me something. I had the headphones on. All I could see was a mouth moving. I couldn't hear her <laughs> at all. So that the, the the noise cancellation works pretty well. So uh, yeah, the whole range there. Uh, I think it's an interesting little step for them to sort of become this respected audio brand. Yeah, they they're, need they're to. They need a way really of well. staying relevant in Australia. Um, yeah. while the brand entirely works out its long-term future in the smartphone space, and it's not like this is new. They've been making audio products for some time. But I think it's yeah. a it's it's a wise move to create a range of audio products so that you've got that because uh, they have brand loyalty, mate. There are people that are still hanging on to their Huawei phones because they love them. Of course, great phones. Oh, absolutely. And mate, I remember I reviewed. I remember when the Huawei that the free view the, the free buds four eyes first came out, and I was just just shocked at how well how good they sounded, noise cancellation, and just how cheap they were. So real, real, they really punch above their weight. But if you want to go sort of a little bit more premium, you've got the FreeBuds Pro. And if, if you prefer headphones to earphones, then the Studio is a great choice. Very comfortable, uh, really nice soft leather on them too. You can wear them for hours and really nice noise cancellation. So uh, quality all the way. If you so want to, Huawei, yeah, not, not just smartphones anymore. They've entered the audio space. If you want to um, see more, read Stephen's full review and check out photos of these uh, with a male model wearing them. Uh, you can go to <laughs> techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au is where you go for home and small business Wi-Fi products. And when we talk Wi-Fi, we talk Wi-Fi 6, which is the latest Wi-Fi technology. So like your latest devices, the latest um, smartphones, computers, um, tablets you're buying, they'll be Wi-Fi 6 compatible, and that gives you a more efficient, stronger, faster signal. And uh, Netgear have a range of Wi-Fi 6 products from their Orbi and their Nighthawk range all the way through their routers. And basically, the the best in the bunch would be an Orbi Wi-Fi 6 uh, mesh Wi-Fi system for your home so that you're getting the full speed of your Wi-Fi across the entire home in the same speed you're paying for at the modem. You're getting it all across the house and you don't need to replace your existing telco modem. You just plug your Orbi in. And you get off and going. You can read more about uh, Orbi products and the whole range of Netgear Wi-Fi 6 products at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. So a couple of months ago, I feel like it was two or three months ago, Instagram announced they were um, keen to and about to launch uh, an, an Instagram Kids. So this was an app specifically designed to kids under age 13 because you've got to be out, you've got to, well, You've got to give a birth date over 13 years old to get onto Instagram. And this yep. kids uh, app would require parental permission. It would have parental controls been built into it. And there was, you know, actually a lot going for it as a concept because, you know, when a kid gets their first smartphone, which may be now at the age of 10, they're going to be asking about social networks. Their friends are going to be on social networks and they're going to want to be 
on social networks. And we had this debate with Jackson. It was two years before he got, got to Instagram on his 13th yeah. birthday. Um, but it's going to get harder and harder to escape that. Now, mate, I was quite supportive of this because Facebook, who own Instagram, actually created a brilliant messaging app for kids called Facebook Messenger Kids. And it's great. If, yep. if a kid wants to join, message my son, Harry, I get the, I get the request. Does, do you want this kid to connect with that kid? And it shows me who the parent yep. is and all that kind of stuff. And I approve it. And then I can see who they're chatting with. I can see the images they're sending each other. It's fantastic. And I've heard no complaints about it, by the way. So I thought the Instagram kids would follow that tack. But there's been some reporting in the Wall Street Journal and other places in the last couple of weeks about the impact of social media on teens, especially girls, um, and raising concerns about Instagram launching this kids app aimed at younger kids. And Instagram have come out and their, their boss has said, look, we're going to shelve that idea, park it. We're not going to kill it, but we're going to park it because yeah. we want to spend more time consulting with the key stakeholders, yada, 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 yada. It's not going to launch. And I think that's, I think that's disappointing yeah. because it's tough, right? You're Facebook. So it's a bloody hard market because you're renowned for your data privacy problems and basically not caring about users for the, of anything other than the money. Yet you have to shelve a product that was going to be the complete opposite of all the concerns that people have about your business so so to get let me get this straight though so their plan was to have this little like a walled garden kind of social network just for kids under 13 so they could share photos with their mates and they wouldn't be able to share it to the normal instagram only to the kids instagram it was like a playground they wouldn't be tracked there'd be no ads um yeah you know just you know my my daughter has five girlfriends right there's they're they're called the crazy six there's six of them and yep. there would just be six of them on their Instagram account and the Instagram yep. kids account. And they might, like, as a parent, this is the great thing about it as a parent. You get to go, oh, but see, I don't think you should share that photo. And you could actually talk to them about it. And they would learn before they get to 13 yep. what is and isn't appropriate on social media. Yeah. But here's the thing, right? The, the, before, before this was even a concept, there was still the age limit 13 and older. Mm. Do you think it's a good idea? Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I really wouldn't want my kids on on any kind of platform like that when they're that young. So there's an app at the moment. I can't remember the name of it, but my daughter's on it, and she's um, – because her, her friends are on it. But it's yeah. like TikTok, but it doesn't have the kind of social part of it. They just – it's got the video creation part of it, so that, you know, making yeah. cool dance videos and, you know, it's all – like it looks the, – the video she showed me from her mates and her, it was like watching, you know – a 10 year old TikTok, but you know, oh. all clean and lovely. And it's, it's all just, close, like a closed circuit sort of thing between yeah. the friends. They're just making videos and sending them via messenger and stuff, as opposed yeah. to it being a network. And like, if they're already doing that, I just went, all right, I've got to be so ready for the TikTok conversation. I've got to be so ready for yeah. what is she wearing? What does she think? Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Like I'm, oh, you've got all that to look forward to. Yeah. Good yeah. Idea. Yeah. But Good that's, idea, that's what Instagram kids would have done. It would have are given, are you having a, this a leg up to that conversation. Are you having this chat with Jackson? He's a bit older. So has he sort of been a little – has he got a bit more freedom now? He, well, he's he old enough for a start to be on the property. Yeah, yeah. So he, he – he, What are the he rules, has, mate? He has two Instagram accounts. One of them is public. One of them is private. His personal one is private. So he's only allowed to have certain friends. And then he's got a public one because he's into photography, which is he's yep. only allowed to share photography. Yep. And he can't he can't have his name or where he lives and none of the photos can be about where he is and you know it's right. a bit more restricted. So it's just him just showcasing his photos. That's right. Yep. Um and and then the rest of it's really just, you know, talking about messaging and, and what you're doing with your mates and stuff. But yeah, right. mate, 
hit the you know they're on TikTok and Instagram, and they're on Snapchat, but they chat on Discord. Ah, uh, it's a whole other world. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And but so why just, then would why then would would Instagram pull the pin on this if it's such a rich too much area negative publicity. It, just too much really? negative publicity. That they don't want the drama. I think Facebook as a company have gone, you know what, we don't need any more drama. Okay. Where yeah, right. we, we just need to park that drama idea over there and, and work out a way to bring it yeah. forward when, when the when the dust settles. When we've got enough people on board to advocate for us, we'll bring yeah. it back. But so I just I'm disappointed because I thought it was going to be Facebook good. saying let's wait till they're 13 and we can just 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 grab every yeah, bit we'll of data they off it. Yeah. yeah, we'll just exactly. smash them, turn them into a data farm for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, if you want to read about the the changes, you can find those at eftm.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, I don't know about you, but do you do you remember you know how there's keynote numbers pages right pages, yeah. that's still that's they still call that iWork. Remember, remember years ago when mac the, they had iWork? it was their, their, still their called iWork. yeah sort of their little office suite of products is still called iWork. would you believe which i don't think i've heard since since no. steve jobs passed away that that phrase but it's still around and the applications that make it up as i said keynote numbers pages have had a pretty decent update, uh, beginning with Keynote. Now, this is, um, I think it's kind of a sign of the times here where, where, you know, we're making a lot of presentations Mm. virtually. Yeah. So if if I'm not standing in front of you presenting, at the moment, it's all virtual. So I'm I'm at my computer at home or my office, you're where you are. But now what Keynote has done, they've introduced this new feature where you can actually put yourself in the presentation so if i'm presenting to you right now yeah and i've got my slide a little window could pop up and there's my face the facetime camera is capturing me live talking about my slide and expressing what what is there i can move myself around the 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 the, the screen around the slide mm. and now being able to have kind of the picture in picture conversation so it just sort of adds a little bit of adds a little bit of personality, a little bit of uh, because basically of, they've realised yeah. that so many people are file you know screen sharing now. Yeah. In most apps, in in nearly all of the video conferencing apps, you think about the ones that we do briefings on, you yeah. lose the speaker, so you lose Correct. the expression. Unless you can hear them, but you can't yeah. see. Them. Unless so it's, what, you, you know, know someone as professional yeah. there, you know, like Apple's using Atom Minis and stuff to you know camera switch between you know inputs and outputs and stuff, but. Yeah. Not everyone's doing it that way. So what what this allows you to do as well, if you want to set up multiple cameras, you could have like a proper setup. You might have a top-down camera, a side camera, your your front-facing camera from the FaceTime camera. So you could set it up how you want. You could really turn this into a bit of a production. Uh, The other thing you can do as well is now, you know how some people... They are multi multiple presenters. So there's two people from the company talking about yep. something. And now what what Keynote allows you to do is the people that are involved can take control of the slides, whether they're hosting it from their computer or not. So they're in the if they're in the little presenting group, it does allow them to take over nice. to control the slides, uh, put themselves in the in the keynote as well. So I think it's it, it is a sign of the times that don't you think someone's someone's probably thought look of all these videos I've seen no one's been able to do this let's do this yeah. at the moment 
This is it wasn't this, for COVID. I don't think it would have thought of this. Remember earlier I said Amazon's, um, you know, answering a question that hasn't been asked. This yeah. is Apple answering a question that's been asked time and time again. You know, and yeah. I think that's well. You think about how you could use this. This is this would be great if you're you're doing, um, you know, how-to videos, yeah. demonstration videos. So it does really, you know, doing these remote presentations, creating this content. The question I asked was, how can you say that I wanted to? you do this but keep it as a video file to share later yeah and there is a way to do that you can just sort of save you can screen record your presentation and then that is then able to be used as a video to share to youtube or whatever platform you want to so if you're if i'm say for example i thought of i'm going to start doing some videos about my astrophotography so imagine me being able to have my screen like i'm showing a, a slide about say the telescope i'm using and then you can see my face in the corner to recording me live talking about it. So I can still have that going on as well. Mm. And I can record that and then show it as your, as part of your video. How do pages very and handy. numbers feel today? Very let down. You did what? Pages and numbers must feel let down today. Well, no, but there are, there are updates to pages and pages had an update because here's another surprise for me. You know, more people use pages on their iPhone than on an iMac. Can you believe? So oh. what they've done, they've created a new feature called screen view. So say I've created a document and I want to read it on my iPhone or edit it. I can now go in, click screen view, and it automatically, it's like a responsive web page. It just goes, it adjusts to your screen. Yeah. So the font's bigger. You can read it easier, edit it easier, and then it can return to its original format once you're done. So say we're working on a document together and I'm, you're looking on your Mac and I'm looking on my phone, I can look at it in that mode, change whatever I want, read whatever I want, but it's still in the format that you created. Right. It's still there as well. Uh, and on the numbers front, they do have uh, some new, uh, what they call pivot tables. So you can drag in data to rearrange data, uh, identify patterns and things like that. Because, yeah, it's basically a spreadsheet. So all the data in the spreadsheet you can present in various ways with these new tables. The pivot tables uh, is and the radar charts, they call them. So it's like a, almost you can create like a Venn diagram. You know, there are some parts that overlap and you can you can chart it any number of ways. Uh, I'm not a massive numbers user. I do use Pages a lot. I use Keynote, but uh, numbers is kind of more your on your, your Excel style sort of. And I love Excel. Yeah. I use it all the time, but yeah. I hate numbers. What? What is that? Just to map you, just to create data spreadsheets, budgets, uh, planning, yeah. just calculations. I love Excel. I used to when I was at SBS, I made rosters up, so the weekly rosters would be in Excel because when yeah. I got there. They have all these, you know, in the unions, they have all these issues where you can't work a shift um, within 10 hours of your last shift. Yep. And so I made it so that if they typed in the rosters for the week, if there was any anything that went against the work health and safety laws, yep. it would give a big red flag. Mate, the, ah. the, the formula was ridiculous. It was awesome. I wish I had a copy of it today because it was yeah, right. an epic bit of work at the time. But, um, the, yeah, great. numbers. You know what? I just don't like the look of numbers. You open up numbers and it's big white space around the spreadsheet. Yeah. I don't like that. But anyway, yeah, right. very personal thing. You just prove you're a Google total Sheets nerd with your expert Excel <laughs> capabilities. That's that's yep. nerd level expertise there. Yeah. Good for you, mate. Yep. All right. Yeah, for cheers. You. That's uh, it's bullying, <laughs> but that's okay. Whatever. Um. <laughs> Good for you, mate. <laughs> All right. You can, I assume you can read about that at techguide.com. Absolutely you can. you can. Of course that, you can. That'd be getting a lot of clicks. It's doing very well, actually. 
You'd be surprised. Six people read it, did they? No more than that. Okay, seven. That's amazing. All of that, actually. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. All right. Well, um, all I can say is I hope that sounded okay. (laughs) Yeah. We, let's just say we had some technical difficulties, which you won't be noticing. You, This would have appeared to be a seamless show, but we got kicked off uh, our platform twice. Oh, I'm going to say, if you can pick the two <laughs> the two points where yeah. I had to stitch this all together, you'll win a prize. Okay. Wow. Email me. You'll win a prize. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. But I, find that, that very I don't think they'll get a pick it, mate. I don't no, think they're going to do it. I don't think so. Pretty good. All right, we'll be back again next week uh, with episode five hundred and seven. Seven, yeah. yeah. Why not? And I reckon you know who you know who else will be on board then. Netgear and Arlo. Absolutely. Support the support the sponsors that support the two blokes talking tech. Please. That's the way to go. Please. See you then, mate. Bye bye. This is two blokes talking tech.